This is a Podfire production. This is the 2% Podcast. A couple of bunghead mates who think they're funny will delve into all of life's mysteries and provide absolutely nothing worthwhile. On this episode of the 2% Podcast, it's a little bit of a get to know us, a very exciting AFL and cricket careers, our top eight predictions, and an AFL season preview. Let's fucking get into it. Uh, uh, I just want milk that tastes like real milk. This tastes like full cream milk. And only two, 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 two percent fat. What is up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone listening around the world? Welcome to the first 2% podcast. My Ooh. name is Liam, and I am 1%. My name is Jeremy, and I'm another percent. And what does that make? 2%, baby. Let's go, let's go. So on the agenda for today, we'll introduce ourselves. Um, we'll get into some sport. We're, we're here to talk about, you know, the sports we do know, AFL, cricket, NFL, NBA, motorsports. And deep dive into some things that, that we don't know. We don't know. There is some things we don't know. But we'd like to have a crack at them and see what you guys think. So without further ado, let's get into it. Jeremy, tell me a little bit about yourself, mate. Where you're from, what you do. Well, mate, as I was born in Darwin. <laughs> but I did move back, move to the Gold Coast when I was four. We moved for some, some reasons, unknown. Maybe, maybe a bit hot weather. bit hot. I think a couple animals a bit bit dangerous there but um yeah we moved to the Gold Coast uh where, where I went to Ashmore Primary School and then I um I went to the Benoa High School but um I will get into some sport but I think we're going to do that a bit later so I'm going to hit it over to you Liam what where, where are you from what, what about you born and raised on the GC mate local is oh what yeah. they call me here um half American my family my family do live in America they do live in Cleveland, Ohio, so I am a Cleveland fan through and through over there. Decided to pack up all my bags in the sixth grade and try it out over there. Um, decided to play NFL for the first year I was there. Third game in, big fella running at me. I was playing free safety at the time, and I did tackle him. He ran straight over the top, and he knocked me straight out. So that was the end of my NFL career. Look, you've never been much of a tackler. Never not that been, I know yeah, of. Yeah, not the biggest tackler, on, especially on the footy field. Um, so, Southport Sharks is where we all started. Yep, yep. Um, I think I was 06, uh, 05 and you were 06. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was 06. So, how was your Southport career, mate? Uh, look, my Southport career, it started very high. It was it was a good note off the start, and then it just it tumbled all the way downhill from there. Um, we were looking good in around under 12s, where I... Um, Went to the South Coast trials, and uh, I didn't quite make South Coast. I made something that sounds way more prestigious, but it just isn't. It's called the President Invitational Cup. Let's go. It sounds like you get invited, but you don't. You no. just—it's just the the bottom three. If you don't make the team, the next three make this cup. But I did. Uh, I did go to the um, the the South Coast. I don't know the games mm-hmm. where. Um, we didn't win a single game, and we lost every single one by, mm, I'm going to go over 100 points. Good. I think that's a bit of a theme in my AFL career, I reckon. 
It's not a bad theme. I mean, at least you're trying. It's a great theme. Um, my sort of Southport career started in 05, played three years in under eights, and um, continued on. I think I captained Southport a few years in that period, playing ones and twos pretty much every game. Um, we made a few grand finals, unlucky not to win. Uh, we probably had the hardest Gold Coast division at the time. A few it could have been harder, I reckon. It couldn't have been harder. It, it was the s- greatest Gold Coast team to play, and it's, it was our age group, of course. So yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly, yeah. <laughs> so then um, decided to play cricket. Cricket? Yeah. How'd you go with cricket? Not good. Not good. Um, my cricket career isn't the greatest by any means. Uh, decided to play Southport Labrador back in juniors. It wasn't too bad. It was a lot of fun cricket. Then I went to Mudgee, played uh, until under-17s there. Probably didn't win too many games either. Uh, we, we didn't have a very good team, but it was all for fun. And I decided to jump back into cricket this year. Have you? Yeah, playing no for Benogan, our sixth-grade cricket team. First game in uh, for sixth grade. It's sh- it shouldn't be that hard, should it? I made two runs. Uh, You're making it sound hard. Well, the two, ru- the two runs uh, was expected. I, w- I was hoping to get a few more, but he bowled me a bouncer at pace and I've decided to pull it and it's top-edged to mid-wicket, which is unfortunate. I did make 11 the next game and then in the last game I played, um, decided to get the average up and got four not out. So Ooh. didn't bowl. Batting average sounds good, though. Yeah, it's about seven. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah, so my cricket career kind of went downhill um, I don't know if I'll venture back, but we'll see how we go. Now, we decided to take footy up for Coomera three years. Oh, for me, it was three years ago. I played a couple of games in that season, I think. Yeah, you did. Fill-ins, because we didn't have enough to fill two teams. Um, I think the average margin loss for my three years at Coomera was over 100 points. So that just says a few things about our football ability. Um, it's good. It's really good. In the last year we played... It was one of the most fun years I've had, even though we didn't win too many games. But I like Jez, the bloke the next to me, did get the most improved award. Now, I don't know what the fans are thinking about the most improved award, but sometimes it's an award for the shit dog in the team. or oh, It's an award close to my heart, to be honest. It is. It's okay. one of my greatest achievements I've got, I think. Um, yeah, look, coming off the halfback flank, uh, I was looking real promising. For the most improved award. Couldn't get a kick straight, I reckon. But, um, yeah. You tried hard. I tried my hardest, so we love to see that. So I think we're going to take a break from footy. Maybe play Friday nights. We'll see how we go. But we want to watch our teams play because I haven't got to do that in many years. Now, what team do you support in the AFL? Oh, I support Essendon. You support the Essendon Football Club. What about club. you, mate? I am the Carlton Football Club. I'm a true blue through and through. Not too many supporters support as hard as I do, I think. So oh, I think I know that. Um, I want you to deep dive into an Essendon season preview and what your expectations are and what you think is My expectations to are very high. I'm expecting them to be at least top eight, but uh, who knows? Uh, we got some good young players coming in. I've, I really like Kane Bowen on the weekend. Uh, Archie Perkins is very good. Nick Cox is a bit, he's good. He's uh, a bit skinny, I reckon. Um, but um, it'd be good to see Stringer back. I think he'd be very good again this year. The package. The package. Number one player in the AFL. Oh. 
to it's Essendon. Big call, supporters. I reckon. The end of the year, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, we got a great midfield and a, a decent defence. Well, I think our improvement needs to be the forward line. I think your best player is Jordan Ridley. Oh, 100 percent. Our best player is Jordan Ridley. I think he, he just been. gives you something else, and he. I, I have Jordan Ridley up there as a top three defender in the comp with Jacob Weider and Harris Andrews. I agree. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. A couple of dislikes I, I, don't, I don't really like about the team at the moment. Um, I've got Langford. Many like people what you saw on the weekend? I didn't like what I saw. I've been saying it for a couple of years now. He's just, he just doesn't have the, um, the footy brains, I reckon. Okay. He just doesn't know what to do with the footy, I think. That's, that's my opinion. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Draper on his day is very good. Yeah, a bit inconsistent. Uh, but he is also sometimes not good. Yeah. Sometimes he also doesn't know what he's doing with the football. And um, I did like Harrison Jones last year in the forward line, but um, the practice match game on the weekend, he didn't bring too much to the table for me. Needs to make more of an impact. Yes. But that's, that's all I'm going to say about Essendon right now. Okay. What about Carlton's season this year, mate? I've got high expectations for the Carlton Football Club. You always now, have high expectations for the Carlton Football Club. I don't know what I'll do if we don't make the eight. I've, I've probably said this for two years now. We're in the sixth year of our five-year rebuild, and it's time to win, and, and win, winning starts now. And we've got the team to do it. The ins I really, really like. We don't have too many outs. I think our midfield showed on in the preseason game without Walsh, without... Kerno, Harry Mackay only played two quarters and we still beat the number one team in the comp with a very, very strong football team. Adam Chera, for me, is the difference this year. His footy brains, his ability to win the footy and he's so calm under pressure. He's a great player. Our midfield group at Carlton has to win us football games. They have to kick four to five goals a game. and It's only one goal each. That's... Pretty easy, well, Cripps kicked four on the weekend. Cripps has to, has to have a massive year. His year last year wasn't great. He was, he was too slow around the footy. Um, he was a liability on defence. And I think most Carlton supporters will, will say the same. Our defence is the big talking point for the year. Um, we lost Liam Jones, and the Weedering-Jones combo was getting very, very good towards well, that whole year, basically. Um, Weedering, you know, the one-on-one defender, and Jones sort of played off and... Gave us something different with his closing speed and intercept marking. Now, Mitch McGovern showed me something different on the weekend. I have high hopes for Mitch McGovern. I, a lot of people... You want to be a bit like his brother? What he showed me on the weekend, he had five intercept marks, I think it was, by half time. He marked everything that came his way. The Melbourne defenders' uh, forwards were nowhere to be seen. And if he can get in that Liam Jones conversation, I, I have... Very, very, very he's high expectations for Carlton. He's a big out for you guys, Liam Jones. Massive out. I don't know if it's that big of an out if Mitch McGovern can do what Liam Jones did because it's a one-for-one. One. Now, um, I, um, I, we're going to the Suns game tonight, aren't we? The, um, the pre-season game? We are. We are? Um, what are you expecting out of tonight's game? What are you expecting for the Suns, most, most importantly, I reckon? I do like the Suns. I, I, I'm a big supporter. Um, I have been. It sucked to see King go down and Bowes go down for half the year. I think they're two massive, massive players. Because I think the King at the Gold Coast, is it? Is it Ben King? <sighs> I think it is Ben I'm King. Not, yeah, I'm going to say Ben King. He's b- still better than his brother at this point in time. Now, 
Jack Bowes is a halfback flanker slash wing slash mid can play it all, but injuries happen. They all yeah, they happen for every and team. It's a Stuart Drew contract year, which sucks for the Gold Coast. But well, I have heard you got a massive call for the end of the season. Oh, I think Alistair Clarkson will take over. Again. I think Alistair Clarkson, Gold Coast Suns, and I think Stuart Drew will stay on. So Ooh. that's my call of the year. Um, all I want to see from Gold Coast is to compete. Now they. They have to stay in games for long enough to win. Because if they stay in games long enough to win, they get momentum and momentum creates goals. And then they just have to hang on. Their, their midfield depth is really good. I, I, I really like their I midfield. I really like their midfield. What do you think about Rao coming back? I, I liked what I saw in the last game he played. Look, I think last season he was a bit scared. of the, Like, I get that. Yeah, 100%. But... um. Yeah, he looks like he's going hard at the footy again, which you'd love to see. And if he gets back to that, that the talks that he had in, the, in his first season, you'd just love to see that. Oh, I think Noah Anderson, Matt Rowell, Took Miller. Um, I really like Jared Witts. He, he's sort of an older guy, but he Is taps he the ball. Is he still injured? Or? No, I think, he's, I think he's back tonight, so it'd be good to see him run out. And it's a hard test against Geelong. They're, they're no easy beat. A lot of a lot of people have them in their top eight this year. I don't, but I also don't. Um, I've taken them out. I've taken them out too. Um, but you know, Geelong's no easy beat. They've got a very very good midfield, very strong, a lot of depth, very good forward line. You know, I think the Suns' forward line is is a bit small now. Um, so we're going to have to win it. You know, it has to be a ranking that steps up. It has to be. You know, it has to be another small forward. Ainsworth or Sexton has to kick all the goals for him this Greenwood's year. Greenwood's a big miss to them. They, they they really needed him this year. It's their own fault, really, for getting rid of him. It was unlucky what happened. I think, um, yeah, North Melbourne knew what to do and David yeah. Noble knew what to do. So, I, I mean, it's a big loss, but um, I do have high hopes. for the. I don't see him making the eight, but I just want to see him compete oh. and get better. I don't think I see him making the eight for another couple of years, but... Just to compete, get better, get some new players in the door next year with Alistair Clarkson maybe coming in. That's talks around the AFL at the moment. It's my call of the year. It is a big call of the year. Yeah, so um, I think we're going to dive into our top eight. Now, I had a top eight last week, and it's drastically changed. I know it's only preseason games, but from what I saw on the weekend, um, there was a few teams that really disappointed me, and GWS was one of them. Um, so I took them out of my eight. You've taken them out of your eight? I have taken the GWS Giants out of my eight. Really? Um, didn't look good. Didn't have chemistry. They were playing Collingwood. You know, they've got such a good team on paper, GWS, and I just, I don't know where they're going, to be honest. So Before we get onto that, I just want to say something about Mason Cox. Yeah. Um, I don't think glasses are going to help him. I point. don't think glasses <laughs> are going to help him <laughs> He's dropping chess marks. Uh, it's just not looking too good for him. I think I think if he can play in the AFL, so can I. Oh, that's a big call. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back into the top eight again. Sorry about that. No, um, I, do, I do agree with that Mason Cox statement. It was very shit on the weekend. He uh, disappointed me. He's, as soon as the ball hits the ground, he's just a liability. He's just a liability. He has no pressure. If he doesn't take his marks or get a free kick, he's no good. So... Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Not I'll stop on Mason Cox. I'm just not a big fan. Um, so we'll start with your eighth person. My, my, my eight. Actually, before we start this, for every team you get right in the top eight, it's five points. Yep. And every team that you pick 
but not in the correct position is one point. Okay. Whoever okay. wins gets 50 all right, bucks. All right. Just so you know. Um, my eight, I've gone with Essendon. Okay. I, I do. I would love to see him higher up, mm-hmm. but I've just gone with eight just because. Just because. Okay. My eighth is Fremantle. Frio. I. They looked really good. I yesterday. think Fremantle could surprise a lot of teams this year. I I really like Nat Five. Like everyone loves Nat Five, but Sarong and Tabner had a really good game, and their defense is top notch. Pierce and Luke Ryan are just dominating for Frio at the moment. Luke I, Ryan's been good for so oh, long. He's so underrated, um, Luke Ryan. So I got Frio at eight. All right, at seven. I've got the Whitey Blues. Okay. I feel like you're going to have them higher up in the list. I do. I feel like you're going to have them top four. I do. But um, <laughs> uh, Carlton have a... They, for me, they've got a, a very up and down thing going. They they win some, but they do lose a lot. That's my reasoning behind it. My seven is Essendon. Now, I think Essendon will win a, like, a lot of games off the midfield. Um, I love Parrish. In the mid, he's just gotten so much better, Darcy Parish, and um, yeah, I like Jordan Ridley. I think he'll he'll win them football games. So I got Essendon at seven. At six, I've got the Giants. Okay. I I didn't like them on the weekend, but they're still got very good players, very good players, and I, I do really like their team. Oh, they they're the team for me that it's just like I'm either going to get this super wrong or you're going to have them super right. So. Yeah. Um, for six, I've gone Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Now, Gray hurts him. Hamstring on the weekend. Um, that's probably four weeks at least. Got good depth. And got a really good midfield. Um, I really like their young players. I like Butters. I like Dersma. I like Rosie. I like Dan Houston. I like Burn Jones. Like I, Those sort of players are... are What's going to win them? They've still got Ollie Wines, you know. Um, Charlie Dixon up for it's. It's not the worst team, so they probably could be higher on my list. But I've got them at six. Number five, I've got the Swans. I do have Sydney at five too. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so could be five points for both of us there. I hope so. <laughs> um, Sydney's team, it's good. It's really it, good. It, it is good. Um, Isaac Heaney's just a different level of elite. Than a lot of players um, just takes overhead marks for fun, even in the wet. So, like Sydney's team a lot. I've got them at five, four. I've got the doggies. Okay. I really like the doggies. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got one of the greatest midfields in the comp. It's unreal how much depth they have in the midfield. That they've just got players playing in different positions, but they can also play midfield. Yeah. So. Really, they should be winning most of their games from the midfield. My four is the Mighty Blues. Now, yeah, a lot typical. of my a lot of people will argue this, but what I saw on the weekend against Melbourne just gave me so much hope. And I know I could be like getting too ecstatic too early, and I might be jumping the gun a little bit. But we've finally got depth. We've finally got depth, and I spoke a bit about them earlier, so I won't harp on about it. But, yeah, f- top four for the Blues this year. Let's go, Carlton. Number three, I've got Port Adelaide. They're, look, for all the reasons you said before, and a little bit more. Okay. 
Who you got it? Was three. I've taken Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. Didn't didn't impress me as much as I would have liked. I still like their team. I still think they're going to win a lot of football games. The thing that I don't like about Melbourne is who's going to kick all their goals now, especially against the good teams. They can't rely on Bailey Fritch. And Ben Brown against a really good defender doesn't do it for me. And Tom McDonald's getting a year older. Um, they all are, aren't they? Isn't that how... Yeah, that but how you know starts? what I mean. It's, he's yeah, getting he's older. getting a bit older. Yeah, so I don't think Melbourne will be as good as they were last year, and I don't see him going back-to-back. Back. All right. At two, I've got the Lions. Mm-hmm. Just, I just love Joe Danaher. I love their team, but I love Joe Danaher. Even though he left my club, I still love him for some reason. Okay, nice. Uh, my two is the Doggies. Doggies. Um, yeah, for all the reasons you said, their midfield's unreal. The difference was for me between the Dogs and Melbourne is the Dogs' forward line. Now, I know Melbourne might have a better back line, but you've got to kick goals to win games. You do. And Aaron Norton... Is going to go up and up a notch this year. He was taking massive marks in the game, um, and they've got Cody Waitman, who's, you know, fast as shit and can take overhead marks. So I, I like the Western Bulldogs more than Melbourne because of the forward line. Number one, mate. Oh, I've got Melbourne. Okay. I do have Melbourne. Most people do have Melbourne. Number yeah. One. Look, after the last year, you just got to almost got to put him in. Yeah. Number I agree one with again. That. Who you got? I've taken the Lions at one. The Lions. They impress me. On the weekend. And I think you can give them every single game at the Gabba. So, what's yeah, that? Yeah. Fair enough. That's almost like Geelong as well, though. Geelong don't play every game at GMHBA. Yeah. So, the Lions play every second game at the Gabba. I have I have the Lions winning every game at the Gabba. I do not think they lose at the Gabba. I think they just know how to play there. And then they win outside Melbourne against the worst of teams. You know what I mean? So, I, I've yeah, given yeah. the Lions every win at at the Gabba and and more. Uh, I think Lockie Neal, Dane Zorko, Cam Rain are playing in the midfield. Um it's just humor cluggage. It doesn't it doesn't stop. So I like their forward line. Their defense is good. I think Darcy Gardner's getting a bit old, but um that's just my opinion. Harris Andrews locks them down anyways. All right. We will put in our bottom team. Um which which is five points as well, Ooh. if you get it right. All right. Um, so who's your bottom team? Look, I, I do have... I want to say North Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne did not look great in the weekend either. Hawthorne's my, Hawthorne's my bottom team. I'm going to go with North Melbourne, okay. and I'm going to go with six wins. Yeah, they're winning a lot for being bottom. I've got Hawthorne on three. Three? Yeah, I don't see Hawthorne winning many, too many games this year. I thought that was shocking, both preseason games. They have Mitchell to come back, but... Mitchell gets 50 and doesn't use it that well. Um, they've got no one to kick to up forward. Luke Bruce is getting old. Um, defense doesn't look good. Yeah, I, I don't see Hawthorne being very good at all. All right. So that's going to kind of wrap us up for this week. We do have a little announcement to make. We have a very, very special guest coming on the podcast next week. We'll let you have a few guesses. He is on the World Surfing League Tour. and We will deep dive into a little bit about... Um, his achievements, his road, his journey, and uh, a little bit further. Do you have anything to say about the guest we have next week? Um, look, he was one of our mates. He was a good mate of ours. Um, 
But I don't want to. I don't want to harp on him. Okay, too we much. won't. We will let it for next week. So we do have a special guest on next week, and we thank you all for listening. Two percent out. This podcast is brought to you by Platinum Standard Grading. The future of grading has arrived. Uh, uh, I just want milk to taste like real milk. This tastes like full cream milk. And only two, 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 two percent fat. <laughs>